views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everyone. Welcome. I want to welcome you. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to the rest of your life if you decide you want to say yes to it. Well, I hope you're like me. Giving up is not something that I've uh, learned how to do. I've learned a lot of things in my life, but giving up is not one of them. Uh, Part of the journey for me has been to figure out, well, if, if that's not it, what is it? Who am I? And what are some of the lessons, the games, you know, this game of life presents us with? Well, thanks to my very special guest today, you know, thanks to someone that has had an enormous lesson in life herself, has gone through the fire, um, is someone that has created some of the most beautiful uh, thought-provoking, visually amazing, uplifting, inspiring, and energetically healing art. My very special special guest today, internationally renowned artist Jacqueline, and as I like to say, Ripstein is joining me here today. You know what? She has inspired so many people around the world. We are doing a radio series with her on her latest masterpiece, Uh, The Art of Healing Art, The Keys to Power and Awareness. And each conversation she and I have had have been about the lessons. Um, If you want to find out more about her, you can go to theartofhealingart.com. Today, though, is about lesson five. Lesson five, I am. And she starts out by saying to be or not to be. That is the question. That's what Shakespeare asked. That is what we asked. Jacqueline, great to have you on the show. It's great to have you here. Oh, it's wonderful to be back with you here, Dr. Bat. It's really a great opportunity to open the hearts of people and inspire anybody that can hear us. Yes. Uh, I have been excited to to talk with you about this chapter. Um, Most people, and this is really kind of where I want to start, you know, most books that I've read, you know, they start with the I am right at the beginning. But you did not in this book. And, you know, I wanted to talk about, you know, what what I am means to you and also to let everybody know that this is a powerful, powerful healing book. But what Jacqueline has done is created an art form that allows us to bring forth the invisible. And she does this in in such a creative way with black light. And we've talked about this 
in the, the numerous conversations we have. So for those of you that want to find out more about that, you could definitely go to the website. Uh, you could definitely listen to the previous shows or watch the videos we've been creating. But Jacqueline, tell me about the I am and, you know, and how it fits in exactly where it is in the book. You know, it's really very interesting, the remark that you just did now, that you just said, about why is I am not at the beginning. And, you know, it is so important to know that for centuries, humanity would be bouncing, you know, here and there, going up to the skies, learning, you know, how to travel through the world, going through the waters. But the only thing that we've really been very um, resistant to go through is inner each of us, you know, mm -hmm. the inner voyage. How mm -hmm. many times, Pat, somebody travels the world because they want to find themselves. They go to India, they go you yeah. know, to, to see people, and they carry that being within them. And, you know, it's not where you go. It's the moment that you are and you learn that who you are, what you are. So why did I put it, you know, not at the beginning and after the burden of life? Because, first of all, the first lesson that we saw was the man and the cosmos. Until we recognize that we have a oneness with the whole world and with life itself, we really cannot expand our minds. So the book takes you through different lessons to be expanding and connecting with your soul. So I'm sure this happened to you that when you were reading the book, you were recognizing many things that you would say, yes, I know that, and yes, I know that. And the one that's recognizing that knowledge is your soul, is your I am presence within you. So it takes a little while to be in connection with it, you know, and go through different lessons of life until we really are ready to go within. And once we do that and we start seeing life through the eyes of the I am, everything changes. Mm. You know, we have, in a large part, there have been millions and millions of people all over the world that have been brought up in traditions which would say, I'm not the I am. You know, there is a God. That God is not the I am uh, in me. I, I'm separate from that. Um, but then there are millions and millions and millions of people that look at, you know, God, you know, and it, and I'm not pointing to a religion because I think there are differences of opinion across the board. And, and there are folks that actually would say something like, wait a minute, you know, here's this book I read and it says that, you know, I am, I am in you. I am in every rock. I am in, under every stone. Uh, it is there. And so what is it about this particular lesson, right, Th this particular I am lesson that you are so talking to? What is the message of this? Okay, well, one of the first things is to understand that the saying of Shakespeare, to be or not to be, is that the question? Mm. And one of the things I'll read the quote here in the book, in the I Am, attempting to be 
we move far away from the being until we lose touch with our inner being. So what happens is that when we try to be who we already are, we move far away from our essence. And the problem, like you were saying, I, mean, I should call it the challenge that we have, is that many times we have been taught that looking for God is to go to a place or go to a temple again or travel you know, to find God or find the I am within us. Well, God is inside, is the droplet of that I am within each of us. How do we manifest that I am presence in life with our actions, with our thoughts? That's how God can be present through each of us, you know, mm-hmm. being beings of light, which is who we truly are. You know, one of the things that you talk about, and I love this, and you, you know I love this this particular lesson, right? And, yeah. you know, you're probably asking, wow, I wonder why she loves this lesson. Because I'm a work in progress, Jacqueline. I'm a work in progress. You know, I, I, there are some days where I so, you know, believe and feel and my heart is so open to the knowing. Then there are other days that, you know, my humanity takes the lead in things, Right. You know, that I don't necessarily see myself as a being of light. And I don't think I'm I'm very different than most. You know, there was a term I heard uh, not too long ago, and, and I wanted to ask you about it and, and ask you to talk about it from, you know, from from the, the lesson in this chapter. Someone said to me, God either God is everything or God is nothing. God either is or it isn't. And when I heard that, I thought, wow, that is so black. It, just black or, or white and i thought about that and 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 it, it is the same with the i am you you know we either believe in the i am or we don't there's like no gray area where you can hang out and say oh maybe today i'm a little bit of this and a little bit of that right do you see what i'm saying yeah absolutely it's a wonderful point you know to bring it out and important for people to to really think about this the way I see it, Pat, is that it doesn't matter if you believe in it or not. It doesn't matter that, you know, you think of it or not. The I am presence is always present within us. You know, it's what matters is that are we awake to know the truth? Are we aware of that being within us? It's Let me put you an example. Yeah. A lot of will see the glass of water half empty, right? Mm, yeah. If you ask them, they will see that that glass has a little bit of water and nothing on the top, right? That's right. why they're calling it half empty. Well, what about the, the empty side of it? Mm. I tell you it's not empty. I tell you it's full of atoms of light. Then it changes totally the way you see things because there's no emptiness. Mm-hmm. One has light, one side of it, and the other one has what molecules of what? Of water. So at the end, there's no emptiness. The same with the I am presence. If I am aware that I have it or not, it's there. It's been waiting for me to be in touch with it. Believe me, one of the things that happened to me, as you know, that I got sick for three years, that they yeah. thought that I had a brain tumor and I mm-hmm. couldn't perform, I couldn't talk, 
one of the first things that I realized is that I totally was so embedded with the stress of my life that I had forgotten about that child within myself. And so many times we're so hungry for love because that being within us, we're not nourishing it. That's where love begins. Mm. Uh, how, you know, th- I lo- this is so important for us because you talk about in this lesson, uh, Jacqueline, you talk about our light energy. You talk about how it becomes obscure by the ego. This, this is what you write. You say our light energy is blunted and obscured by the ego's vast army of shadows and specters from the past. I would love for you to talk about how the past, uh, you know, gets us all clogged up from the reality of how powerful the I am is. Well, what really happens is that the past is gone, but by us living in the past, we are connecting to that energy of darkness that are spots within our energy body that won't let us advance into the light. And the more we hang around those dark spots, which let me, for example, put you, I'll put you an example. Yeah. Say somebody had a loss, right? Yeah. They have a person that they love. In a point, they have to go through that pain and experience that pain and move on to the different stages that that loss brings along. The negation, the anger, you know, the absence of the person. So you go through different natural states. Once those happen, like digestion in the body, then you're totally free from it, right? Right. Well, at that point, what happens is one way or another, you know, that loss becomes, uh, the pain becomes suffering. Mm -hmm. And the suffering is endless. And what's happening, it's robbing part of my joy that I I have the right to live now in the present moment. Mm. You go on to say, and this is such a beautiful, it, it is, I wanted to say to everyone, Jacqueline, uh, Jacqueline is joining me here today. We have, we have begun a series several months ago in looking at her book, The Art of Healing Art, The Keys to Power and Awareness, beautiful book, but her art is, is very, very special. You know, it's special in so many ways. And we're going to talk about the image here now, uh, Jacqueline, the image that is created for I am, uh, and 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 I want to talk with you about that before we kind of jump into the next series of things that uh, that we're going to talk about. You know, tell us a little bit about this image, this beauty uh, that you've created uh, to represent I am. Okay, I, I'm going to take you through a little detail that I'm yeah. not sure if I've seen it or not. And mm-hmm. as I have told you before, we've yeah. talked. Yeah. Whatever you see in the painting. You know, it's something that's coming to you as a message to you from higher dimensions. A lot of of times people would say to me, you see this? There's something here. There's a face. There's God. There's a nose. And believe me, Pat, I don't see it. (laughs) That's a take that the person is having their own life experience, you know, because 
through the lens of your life experience, you're seeing things. Now, the whole idea here, if you see in the first picture with the normal light, you see a baby. Mm -hmm. And the baby is smiling. But look at the reflection of the baby in the earth and tell me what to see. Yeah, no, I definitely saw that right away. Uh, the baby is not smiling. The baby appears sad to me. In fact, the baby is crying. Mm -hmm. Look very close and you will see that that reflection of the baby is crying. Why did I do that? Because that is the I am presence that is not present. Say that again, because I want everyone to hear it. Say that again, because that's so I, important. I, I got chills when I said that. Mm -hmm. um, when you see the reflection of the baby, which mm -hmm. represents all of us, the oneness of all of us, you know, that baby, which is all of us, all of humanity, mm -hmm. you see a re the baby, you see him with a smile and a rose in his hand. But when you see the reflection over the earth, the mm. baby is sad and crying yeah. because the lack of connection to that inner being, which is the I am presence, is not bringing along that heaven to earth that we are all longing for. Mm. And that I am presence needs us as much as we need that presence. I want to read something from the book because uh, this really kind of, you know, goes along what you were just talking about. One of the things you say in the book, you say the visible and the invisible realities of the physical and the spiritual world are the dimensions where we live our lives. One is finite and the other infinite. Uh, and I wanted to talk about that. You go on to see what we can see with our physical eyes is not the reality of the spirit. I, I love this. What we can see with our physical eyes is not the reality of the spirit. So let me ask you then, what is the reality of the spirit? And isn't it amazing if you think <laughs> about it, that they say the eyes are the, the window of the soul? Yeah. Why the, if the eyes are the ones that see? You tell me that. Mm. Isn't that amazing that you have a dichotomy here where... The answer is within the same question. Mm. So what eyes are we using to see our visible and what eyes can we use to see the invisible? Why do they say we have a third eye again? Right. And once we activate that being, and that's why this is lesson five, because by now we have seen a lot of material concerning, you know, the ego, the shadows, you know, the cover-ups, the identities. And now we have the opportunity of tapping into that inner child, you know. Why is it important, and Jesus said, I'm not going to quote his words exactly, mm -hmm. but he said we should all be like children. Yeah, yeah. The child... When you act like a child, when you laugh, when you smile, when you're joyful in life, you're waking up to the presence of your inner child. 
you know, I wanted to talk with you about what this means. You, you know, I, I, and, you know, it's interesting, you know, the, the, the answer to your question about why do we see through the eyes? The reason that I, you know, the, the, the answer that I came up with or the awareness that I got from it is we see through our eyes because our eyes are really limited. You know, we see what we have to see in the physical world, but we don't really see. Right. In and, reality, if you mm-hmm. talk about scientific, you yeah. know, studies, the eye doesn't see. What happens is that the energy emanates a certain, you know, amount of energy that goes within our, our brain, and the brain decodifies that and then brings to us what that is. With, like those machines in the supermarket, you know, you see the bars, right. and the machine wow. will decodify. That's what the brain does. That's why sin has a way of saying that when you see a bird, you you do not need to name the bird something. But when the brain sees that bird, Mm. it decodifies, you know, the the, the emanation of energy that it's sending to understand that that is a bird. Mm -hmm. So that even brings up more to us, no, that... We do not really see with our eyes. We are codifying constantly every second vibrations. And then add to it that they, we only see under a, cert, a certain spectrum mm. of wavelengths. Oh. We see from the red to the violet. Mm. So then why do certain animals, like nocturnal animals in Australia, are able to see under a black light, ultraviolet or ultraviolet. Years ago, I did some studies with a friend, and we had brought some children, which we thought they were indigo babies. And before I would put on the black light in a painting, the child was able to pinpoint where there was an angel and what was appear. Mm. So why do they call them indigo? Because their vibration is very high. So what's happening here that these children are able to see, not with the eyes, but uncover with the whole vibrational, you know, energy, what is in the painting before I even put on the black light. Wow. You know... There is something that you've written in the reflections part of this lesson. And I think we have a few minutes left. If you if you have the book in front of you, you, it would be wonderful for you to read it. And you begin by saying in the reflections, you, you start by saying, you know, wake up to your source of inner power. And then you go on and and give us an exercise that we go into the stillness uh, to let the I am be the only presence and power acting. Then you go on to say something so deeply profound and inviting. I wonder if you could read that for us, where you begin to say, I am is life eternal. I am is life eternal and indestructible. It is the extension of the divine within us. It is a manifestation of life. I am is pure love. I am is the intelligence that guides us. The energy that moves within every person, providing the experience of life. The awareness of spirit elevates us 
from an earthly being to divine being, united with all of creation. Jacqueline, this is so beautiful. Um, one of the things you go on to say, um, it, which is so beautiful, it, and this is a great way for us to bring this this part of the conversation together. For those of you out there that want to, you know, read the book and absolutely get a copy of it, we'll tell you how to do that. But you go on to say, "I am reflects the unity with God and with all seeming others," and that is so beautifully done. And you end this by saying, "I am that I am." is perfect harmony. Jacqueline, let's take a short break right now. And there is there is a few things here that we have not read to you, but it is absolutely amazing. You'll be able to get a, a sense of it when you all get a copy of the book. We'll tell you how to do that in, in a minute. Um, we're going to be back here shortly. We're going to talk about Lesson 6. This should be pretty fun. Uh, the Cosmic Chess Game of Life. Yeah, when we come back, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the dualities and how those dualities in life uh, either keep us on the path or keep us on the path. All right, everybody, we'll be right back. If you or anyone you love has a degenerative or bulging disc, you need to know the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. For bulging discs of the back and neck, they use the DRX-9000 Spinal Decompression Machine. It gently creates negative pressure on the specific degenerated disc that allows the body to naturally repair itself. No drugs and no surgery. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net to learn more about spinal decompression at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Can you keep your lifestyle in retirement? It's a question people often wonder about. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. In fact, 93% of clients who have had the Confident Retirement Approach conversation feel more confident about their retirement. Call Jeff Packman, Financial Advisor, at 425-453-0272 for your Confident Retirement conversation today. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. Percentage based on Ameriprise Financial Confident Retirement Client Survey as of December 2013. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment and advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC. Do you seek direction in the world of cares? Countess Starella, the amazing clairvoyant, can help you. Love and romance are her specialties as she tunes in to your life. Is this your soulmate? Ask Countess Starella direct. Born in New Orleans, Starella is a lifelong naturally gifted mystical lady with an incredible ability to see the future for you. Starella has been featured on many international television channels and for years had her own show in Japan. Her European TV credits include a series of two-hour specials for Network TV3 in Ireland. Countess Torella is currently featured here on Transformation Talk Radio in a weekly show, Psychic World, each Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. You can consult Countess Torella personally on the brilliant website of Arenum.com. Just search for Countess Torella. There you can speak direct with the wonderfully gifted mystical lady herself, the amazing Countess Torella, on Arenum.com. That's O-R-A-N-U-M dot com. 
Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Jacqueline and I, Jacqueline Ripstein, joining me here today. I got to tell you, the book is called The Art of Healing Art, The Keys to Power and Awareness. Now, before I say much more, uh, Jacqueline, I want you to let folks know where they can find a copy of the book, uh, how they can purchase it. Um, They could certainly find out more about it at theartofhealingart.com. But what is the best way for people to purchase their own copy or any of the other things you might have? Well, the best way would be um, to contact me through info at JacquelineRipstein.com. Go to the site of the Art of Healing Art.com. The one toward the prints of my art is JacquelineRipstein.com. And the book in its several formats as we talked about, the color book is called FlexiBond because that's the way that uh, Amazon calls, you know, the soft hardcover. There was no way to change that. But if people look in my page for the one that says FlexiBond, then they'll know that they, they have the, the color book. And they'll, they can get the four formats there or through iTunes as well. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, uh, here's what I here's what I love. Before we talk about lesson lesson six, the cosmic the cosmic chess game of life, I want to ask you about uh, what you what the quote that you have. You say everything is dual. Everything has two poles. Everything has its pair of opposites. Like and unlike are the same. The opposites are identical in nature but different in degree. Extremes meet. All truths are but half truths. All paradoxes may be reconciled. That is a quote you have in the book. And I got to ask you this question. How is your life like that quote? Well, it goes exactly like that. Why? Because life has rules like we have in the social way of living. We have rules in the energy way of living. And some of the energies are that, you know, there are poles. There is the truth, and there's the darkness, there's the light, and everything has a degree within. What does it mean a degree? It means that between truth and lies, there's a degree of lower vibrations or higher vibrations. When there is extremes of light and shadow or darkness, there is also a degree within energy. And one thing that's really important for people to understand mm-hmm. and why I use this uh, cosmic chess game of life because cosmic is the black and white, you know, 
um, way of dealing with the game of life because these are two forces that are necessary for life. You know, until we're down, we don't know that we were up. And in many times, I'm sure you know this, Pat, by your life experiences, we have a tendency of taking for granted our lives, our health, you know, our people, the people we love around us, our animals, our earth. And I've heard many times people saying, well, you need to get rid of the ego. You can't. The ego is part of the darkness as the light is part of God. So what we need to learn is, you know, first of all, why this lesson is so important. And let me just read the beginning of what this lesson reveals. Yeah. This painting reveals to us an essential lesson that helps us grow and realize the mastery of our minds as we learn to transmute lower mental states into higher ones. It's a guide that takes us from unconsciousness states of lack of understanding to conscious living. So it moves on to say, a lesson that will guide you to turn dark times into enlightened ones. So what happens? Once we understand that these two forces are necessary uh, forces that create life and the, in the universe, we then can understand that within anything that we are living that contains darkness, within that we have the opportunity of the light. For example, within the same venom of a snake, we find the cure. Yeah. And that's the whole idea here for people to understand that if they're going through pain, that pain contains within it the same cure to that pain. If we're going through a health challenge, that health challenge contains something that will help us see why it was created. Mm -hmm. And through seeing that and becoming aware of that, we can then move to the next level of awareness, of understanding why we are going through what we are going. Mm -hmm. You never know. Everything happens for a reason. Let's say you're driving a car and then one of the tires explodes. Well, a lot of the times we usually would say, Oh, bad luck, right? Right. How do we know that at the next block, we were not going to encounter an accident? Right. Well, I have to tell you, I I just had this experience a week or so ago. Um, I did. Uh, And, you know, what was the experience I had? Well, I had this experience where I was running late. And, you know, and running late to do a radio show is not necessarily a good thing. And I was running late and I had to make a a decision about whether I would stop for a minute and take care of something that needed to take care of or that I would be in frantically running out the door and not really taking care of something that was very important. And I decided to take take care of something that was in front of me very, very important. Um, and I will tell you that I, I thought about what would have happened if I had not taken care of that, because as I'm on the road, an accident happens literally like in front of me. 
And I thought to myself, you know, I mean, it must have happened like maybe, you, you know, it, it clearly happened like minutes, minutes, right? You could actually see it happening in the distance. And I thought to myself, there is a reason that I was given the opportunity to stay behind, you see. But I love what you're saying for different reasons. I had an epiphany with Linda about this topic, this chapter, this lesson the other night. And I said to her, I said, you know, some of the things in my life hadn't made sense up to this point. And I had been reading the chapter before to, for, for the show today. And what I came to believe is there were no mistakes in my career. You know, I was given a graphics job to manage a graphics group back in 1987, which never made any sense on paper, Jacqueline. But uh -huh. the bottom line was I used that experience and what I've learned today. We, we right now are creating the most beautiful websites and, and things that are, are just so different from anything. And I get to appreciate your art, perhaps in a way that I would never have appreciated before that one year experience working uh, with uh, and managing a group of phenomenal artists. Wow, that's amazing. Isn't it? It's now, at the time, I got to tell you, I wasn't very happy about that assignment. But isn't that what? Isn't that what we're talking about when you were when you're talking about this lesson about the cosmic chess game of life? Yeah, they were preparing you, you know, to visualize in a more grander way what was coming to you. Mm. Yes. Because without step, you would have been a step lower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you go on. You you go on to say in the book, there is no bad or good in life. <laughs> there is nothing either good or bad. But thinking makes it so. Boy, don't we get in a lot of trouble with that? Yeah. And you know, <laughs> Pat, I always say that the moment we leave life, you know, when I die, I'm gonna look back and say. What experiences did I have in my life? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say as a soul being, oh, my God, that was wrong, that was good. Because from the soul level, everything is perfect. Mm -hmm. Everything is in perfect timing, and everything happens for a perfect reason. Mm -hmm. Judgment you comes with a thought. You know, you talk about, you know, you talk about in, in this chapter, in this lesson, you say, you talk about, you, you, and, and let me read this, and, and I hope you, you can talk about this for everyone. First of all, for those of you out there that want to see the picture, you definitely can see it in the book. You could also go to Jacqueline's website. website. You say, the solution to resolve suffering lies in restoring our natural state of love and happiness by recreating a life of peace, uh, add tranquility. And then you go on to talk about how since 1984, you were searching for ways that your paintings may reflect the light of God and the light inside each being. I would love for you to talk about that in the way that you discuss it in this lesson, especially about the vibrations in your art. Well, can you imagine 1984, a friend of yours telling you they were going to search invisible techniques, you know, People were laughing at me. People were like, make, you know, if you want to say bully me, you know, people were like, are you crazy? You know, 
probably you need to see a therapist or something. <laughs> or Yeah, I got all kinds of comments like that. And, you know, those comments can really tumble you, but they didn't because I had an inner hunger and probably part of my mission that was driving me, you know, just like when you're hungry that, you know, you really need to eat. Yeah. That was my feeling that I just knew I had to create invisible techniques. I, I, I know my mission, obviously, nowadays, much clearer than I knew at that time. But now I know that I came. Even now, I'm a little avant-garde to my time in the sense of I'm preparing. I'm trying to help people wake up going from the violet to the ultraviolet we're imagine we're in the era entering the violet uh, color mm-hmm. and one of the things i've been wanting to do is prepare people to start seeing within the invisible which is the ultraviolet mm-hmm. so we still are going as you see what's going on in our world we're, we're still going through a lot of chaos repeating even worse than before you know we're becoming much more inhumane more barbaric than ever before Mm -hmm. and the way i see this path is because we have not learned from the past we really are synchronized or synchronized to being the same Mm -hmm. patterns as before but even worse so I see the light coming the other day. I don't know if you saw a post I put in Facebook. I was doing a meditation mm-hmm. outside my balcony, and suddenly I opened my eyes, and I see the sun bigger than I ever saw it before, and I see this huge light behind it, and it was like, wow, you have to see the picture. I'll send it to you, Beth. Please. I heard these words that came to me, I was like, oh, my God. And the whole thing, and I saw a mother with a baby holding a baby in her hands on the right-hand side of the light of the, in front of the sun. You can barely see it, but there was like a sketch of it. Now, was I seeing it or was my spirit putting it there? I'm not sure. The whole thing is that what came to me is that we all are that baby. As light comes seen, you know what's happening? Darkness is getting more um, confused. It's getting more, uh, it's, it's losing its power. It's getting more dense, which is what's happening. And that's a symptom that the light is coming. And the darkness is, is creating, is creating, you know, the density, but it's getting smaller, if you believe it or not. Mm. And the more the light will come in, the denser the darkness will get. Remember, we're in the perfect lesson to talk about this because this is part of the two forces that move life and, and, and you know, the world and, and the cosmos. Without light, you don't have darkness. Without darkness, you don't have light. It's two forces that are very important. Mm. So... The only thing is that as we master that light and that darkness, as we spot that darkness within us, 
then we are able to shine our light. Mm -hmm. I love what you say about this in the book. You talk about, and if you don't mind, you say the universe and, and its light conspire to give us what we emotionally and mentally desire. The tests that we face come to us with the same strength and desire that, that are contained within ourselves. We receive only what we are able to support, no more or no less. Yeah. And that is so telling. It's so telling about, you know, the fact that this the lesson that I'm that I'm hearing you talk about here, you know, the 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 this chess game is about being able to discern the the truth. I mean, isn't this a conversation that we're having about the truth and how easy it is to believe the lie or the illusion, it, right? given the day-to-day of our lives? Well, it's easy because we're trapped into it. And do you remember the movie Matrix? It's yes. Very yeah. Because once you get taken by the Matrix or um, you get those feelings of anger, anxiety, stress, at that second you're trapped back again into the darkness. One of the things I'm trying to say, people, you know, that we can help what's happening with our world and the darkness of our world is if I get angry, if I get, you know, anxiety, which won't do anything good, you know, for the world anyway, what I'm doing is nourishing the shadows. But Mm -hmm. if if I send light into those dark areas and dark people, what happens when you put a hair dryer of 120 volts into a current of 220? It'll burn by itself, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. So the more we nourish the light, the more we send light, the more we will prevail the light and the darkness will have to vanish more mm. by its yeah. own weight. You know, when a, this is really some so interesting. I, I would love for you to share and talk to folks about the the image that you painted. You know, and what this is and what it looks like, um, and what's represented in it. And I have to tell you, you know, again, this is one of these this is one of these beautiful, beautiful paintings, right? Where every time I look at it, I do see something different. And that. <laughs> important Pat because if you are that that's what your messages are coming in for it's really important that you write down what you're seeing mm-hmm. and then you know go within that you know message because those are messages specifically for you mm-hmm. from your soul well I, let me share them with you because we do have a few minutes to do that now yes. When I looked at it again, and maybe, you know, I, I would love for you to start talking about what the image looks, what what folks are not able to see. But for those of you out there, if you want to go ahead and see it, we're going to be doing a video on this conversation and you'll be able to see it. But if you get a copy of the book, The Art of Healing Art, it's beautifully beautiful in there as well. Um, but what I want to say to everyone, though, has more to do with 
what I just saw in it. So if you wouldn't mind just taking a minute or so just to tell folks what this image is about, and then then I'll give you my little, you know, what I actually saw in it that I've never seen before, but actually I don't even know if it's actually there, Jacqueline. (laughs) Okay, well, let's start with what the image is. This image is based in the, you know, in the sky, and from the sky above the sun, these clouds are starting to form the cosmic chess game of life. And it's a cosmic board that goes within the, until the light tunnel, and you see the different pieces of the board. And one, some of the pieces I put here are the two kings, which are peace and darkness, light, well, peace and war, and light and darkness are in front of it, and you have them in the middle of the whole chest. The one with light has a dove in its hand because light fights with love. The one of darkness has a snake in its hand, and that's the way it fights. Then on the left-hand side, you see one of the pieces, which is the sun clock, which is how much time do we have? Are we playing a game that we're not aware of until when will we wake up to understand that life is a cosmic chess of life where we need to be aware of mm-hmm. how to play it? Mm-hmm. Then all over to the left-hand side, you see a baby that's just born yes. as one of the first pieces. Yes. And then surrounding the kings are two are very intricate uh, pieces that look like shadows, and those are the egos, the tempting, the stress, the anxiety, and how they trap us, you know, Mm. just quite easy. Then you see in the back to the right-hand side a woman looking at herself through the mirror, which is representing vanity. When we only see through the physical eyes and when we only admire, you know, our bodies through that, we're admiring the egg, you know, the eggshell mm-hmm. without the content. And then in front of her, you you see death. And it's exactly in front of her with the chain opened and you see that that represents liberation from life. The moment we die, which is the message in the principle of this painting, is contained with the symbol of death. Because that's the point of liberation where Mm -hmm. we will be who we truly are again. And then all the way in the back to the left-hand side, you have justice and you have the balance. One of the first things we need to learn is to how to balance our lives. Mm. So that's what it is. At the end, you see that tunnel with the light of God. Oh, my gosh. Well, I will tell you this. When I uh, when I looked at this today and I've looked at this, I've looked at this painting many times. I'll tell you what I saw. Um okay. On the right hand side, there are a series of of clouds and, you know, and and the series of clouds, the clouds that are closest to me were darker. But then there's a second row of clouds 
and they're reddish. And what I saw in that second or third, maybe third row if you look at it, but it's the closest next to the, the light. What I saw were three prophets. Actually, there are four prophets in those clouds. And that's my interpretation of that they appeared to me as prophets. And, and what am I referring to? Well, we'll be talking about the prophets, but there are four prophets or, or four images that I saw in those clouds. And so that's what I love about this is, you know, we get to have things revealed to us Um and, you know, it's such a powerful conversation. You know, Jacqueline, I would love for you to, if you wouldn't mind reading, a great way for us to close. If you would read in the back, you know, what you write um, ab about reflections and about the lesson. It starts out by saying creation, uh, creation evolves and constantly transforms itself. This is so beautiful. Would you mind doing that? And thank you for a great, great conversation. With pleasure, thank you. Um, yes, this is the peak of the lesson, as, as you have in every lesson. At the end, you have reflections and then the main lesson. Creation evolves and constantly transforms itself. We must learn to use our creative forces to flow with this evolution and the changes that co-create our lives. Thus, we elevate ourselves to encounter the light once again. Turn your fears into courage. Where you find one thing, you will find the opposite. For there are two poles, it is a law. If you're afraid of the darkness, turn the other way and look at the light. Ignorance is dispelled by knowledge. It is the eternal interplay between light and dark. Darkness is a powerful instrument for revealing the light. Every hidden test is a revelation, an opportunity for us. You gain strength, courage, and confidence with every life experience you dare to face. To love ourselves and to love others is the goal of the cosmic chess game of life. To master ourselves, we need to master our minds. Mm, it is so beautiful. Thank you so much for today. Thank you for uh, an amazing conversation. And thank you for all that you do to inspire so many people and to create this enormously, enormously wonderful vibration on the planet. Thank you so much for today. Thank you, Pat, and really for being here with you, for sharing together and, you know, creating this awareness for others i truly appreciate it all right and for those of you out there please go to the website theartofhealingart.com you will find out lots of information amazon you can get a copy of this fabulous book the color version is profoundly uh beautiful and uh, some of the vibrations from these images that you you will see in this book will change your lives thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on remember you can find out more about us at transformationtalkradio.com we'll see you next time Come out of things 
If you or anyone you love has a degenerative or bulging disc, you need to know the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. For bulging discs of the back and neck, they use the DRX-9000 Spinal Decompression Machine. It gently creates negative pressure on the specific degenerated disc that allows the body to naturally repair itself. No drugs and no surgery. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net to learn more about spinal decompression at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Can you keep your lifestyle in retirement? It's a question people often wonder about. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. In fact, 93% of clients who have had the Confident Retirement Approach conversation feel more confident about their retirement. Call Jeff Packman, Financial Advisor, at 425-453-0272 for your Confident Retirement conversation today. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. Percentage based on Ameriprise Financial Confident Retirement Client Survey as of December 2013. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment and advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC. Do you seek direction in the world of CARES? Countess Storella, the amazing clairvoyant, can help you. Love and romance are her specialties as she tunes in to your life. Is this your soulmate? Ask Countess Storella direct. Born in New Orleans, Storella is a lifelong naturally gifted mystical lady with an incredible ability to see the future for you. Storella has been featured on many international television channels and for years had her own show in Japan. Her European TV credits include a series of two-hour specials for Network TV3 in Ireland. Countess Torella is currently featured here on Transformation Talk Radio in a weekly show, Psychic World, each Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. You can consult Countess Torella personally on the brilliant website of Arenum.com. Just search for Countess Torella. There you can speak direct with the wonderfully gifted mystical lady herself, the amazing Countess Torella, on Arenum.com. That's O-R-A-N-U-M dot com. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Do you seek direction in the world of cares? Countess Storella, the amazing clairvoyant, can help you. Love and romance are her specialties as she tunes in to your life. Is this your soulmate? Ask Countess Storella direct. Born in New Orleans, Storella is a lifelong naturally gifted mystical lady with an incredible ability to see the future for you. Storella has been featured on many international television channels and for years had her own show in Japan. Her European TV credits include a series of two-hour specials for Network TV3 in Ireland. Countess Torella is currently featured here on Transformation Talk Radio in a weekly show, Psychic World, each Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. You can consult Countess Torella personally on the brilliant website of Arenum.com. Just search for Countess Torella. There you can speak direct with the wonderfully gifted mystical lady herself, the amazing Countess Torella, on Arenum.com. That's O-R-A-N-U-M 
www.thepowerhouse.com.